Hi, welcome to the podcast. My name is Tanya. If you don't know me, and if you do know me, you probably know me from one place only. And it's my Instagram account. I have a No Thoughts Just Post Instagram account that I've created last December. And the name is Let's Burn It Down Darling All Together. And if you probably know me from there, hi, welcome. This is the first time I'm doing something like this. I tend to act really impulsively doing things. I might start this, you might hear this podcast, you might resonate with me, you might agree with stuff that I will tell you or read to you, do random things, and I'll probably just do one episode and just disappear. Or probably I'll make like 10 go at it like a crazy person, obsessed with it and try to perfect every single minuscule thing and I'll probably hate myself for it because I'm I'm a perfectionist and just an FYI English is not my first language so I'm obviously gonna make mistakes or grammar mistakes whatever you understand my meaning but this is gonna be so bad (laughs) The potential to be great is gigantic, but the potential to be bad is also really great. And I do like that. I like failing. I don't fail in a lot of things. No, that's a lie. I'm catfishing myself right now. I tend to start things and don't end them. And it's really bad. So, so, so bad. So, this is my attempt at recording myself this is this is so weird it feels so weird and I don't know if people making podcasts even talk about this but I feel like I'm crazy am I not I mean we all are just a little bit and you're asking yourself probably why the fuck are you doing this oh by the way warning I cuss a lot so if you don't like cussing pardon my French my actual French is not that good, but don't, we're not going to talk about that. So the big question mark, why are you doing this? Why are you putting yourself through hours of editing recordings and talking to a mic alone in your bedroom? I'm right now, I'm sitting next to my bookcase. And if you know me from Instagram, you know what it looks like. I'm sitting on my floor, bedroom floor. I have a little, uh, what's this, what's it called? See, that's the problem when you speak more than one language. I don't know what this thing is called. It's to sit on. It's not a chair, because it has no like back thing. I don't, I don't know. Um, so I have my laptop on it, my MacBook, and the microphone is like completely glued to my nose so you can hear me properly because if I go away from the mic you won't hear me so I have to do this right here and yeah the reason why I'm doing this it's pretty simple it's just for the shits and giggles to be honest I I don't know what I'm doing with my life I'm completely lost and I know other people are completely lost as well so I don't know what I like I don't know what I dislike So I'm trying to make things that scare me. I am a little bit nervous. I'm not going to lie. This sounds 
so pathetic, but I will talk about everything. And I do mean everything. I will talk about anxiety. I will probably talk about undiagnosed depression. I will talk about sad days, happy days, secrets that I don't tell my mom. I'm going to talk about my mom, probably. Love her to bits, but mm, I have a toxic family, as do other people. I think this is normal. And even with my generation, it's something that happens a lot, sadly. And I might even read to you a bedtime story. Like, imagine listening to me with a really soothing voice. Oh, no, well, this is going to be really bad. And just reading, I don't know, uh, just a classic, Pride and Prejudice. Or we can go all out and take a Stephen King, The Shining, and go at it with some ambiance music. I don't know. We'll see. Um... I will talk about traveling. I will talk about my dog that passed away a few years ago. And I still cry about it today. So that's something that takes me to a sad place very often. And he wasn't treated like, you know, a good dog. He suffered a lot in his life. And that's something that gives me a lot of guilt. And it's really, really hard. So I know... <sighs> It sounds bad because it's just a dog, but it's not a dog. It was my best friend. And if you own a dog, you really, really know what it feels like to lose him or her if it's a female. But <clears throat> that's for uh, another podcast episode, I think. Today, we're going to keep it simple. I'm going to talk to you about myself. Who am I? Why is this unknown girl that posts random things on Instagram doing this. Why she's not well known. She's not famous. She doesn't have a reason to do this podcast. Um, yes, I do. I have a lot to say. I usually have this tendency to speak my mind even if people don't ask for it. And it has gotten me in very bad situations. You're gonna probably hear about them but um I decide no let's let's keep this simple let's just talk about random things I'm probably gonna do some am I the asshole stories because I love those absolutely love them um I I don't know I'll I'll ask you even if you have any ideas to do um but yeah Let's let's keep it simple today. So, big question. Who am I? So, I'm Tanya. That's my name. <clears throat> wow, really? <laughs> it's Russian. The name is Russian, yes. But I'm Portuguese. So, I was born in Switzerland. And I am currently in Switzerland. If you know me from Instagram, you probably know that. And I spent my primary year school year school school years there we go I spent my primary school years in Portugal where I actually learned Portugal I'm pretty fluent in Portugal in Portugal oh my god Portuguese see listen this is gonna happen a lot so just ignore laugh at me or laugh with me whatever um 
I spent six years there. So from 2001-ish to 2008. Uh, and I'm currently 26. If you're hearing this, I'm recording this as a 25-year-old. And if you're listening to this, I'm 26. Because my birthday is in two days, aka on the 14th of October. So I came back to Switzerland in 2008 because financial crisis hit and it was really, really bad in Portugal. And I returned, had to learn German again. I got bullied for years. It was really bad. Girls made fun of me because I had hairs on my legs. Boo. Uh, I didn't know what to do with my life after school. I did two apprenticeships, which I do not use today and I will not be using because probably I, it doesn't really do me anything, to be honest. So, mm. um, yeah, I like to read. I'm obsessed. I have probably over a hundred books to my right on my pretty white Billy bookshelf from Ikea. Um, I'm obsessed with reading. I've read about 77 books this year. That is a high count for books. A really high count. Um, I'm not gonna stop. <laughs> I tend to read smut. If you know, if you know, you know. Right? So, I, I completely... I don't know. I read just about anything. If I'm bored, I just stop reading and turn to something else. Another book entirely, but... Yeah, that's one of my biggest hobbies. Another one is uh, watching TV shows, movies. I'm obsessed with it. I There's not a day where I don't watch something at all. I need creativity around me every single day. Because otherwise I'll just be bored. I have days sometimes when there's no new episode of a TV show. Or I can't find a movie that I really like and want to see. I'll just be bored to death. <laughs> and it's so bad. But uh, when did I start? I started Korean probably, let's say June-ish. Probably June. Um, I'm so happy that I did start because Korean is so funny. And it's easy and difficult at the same time. Because they don't use sentences like the structure of sentences the same way we do like we have subject verb and an action after that like she cooks a meal for example they don't do that they're like she cooking no cooking she meal or something i don't know or the verb comes at the end i don't even know i'm not that far to be honest i know how to say hi bye thank you excuse me hey you there what is this you know basic things that um can, d don't do me any good and i i am learning korean so that i can watch k-dramas without the subtitles that's the only reason and that is so dumb but i like it because it, it is dumb that's why i like it so um yeah that's what i tend to do in my free time <clears throat> besides my free time i work in a coffee shop I will not be disclosing where, just for privacy reasons. I don't know if I even can talk about it, so I'll just leave it at that. I work in a coffee shop, and I like to make drinks. Um, if you do know me personally, 
well not in person but personally as you talk to me in a private conversation you know where i work but um, it's just a coffee shop and it's pretty okay i like my team they're all very funny very um humble people uh what else do i do with my life well oh i know let's talk about dream job because this is something that people ask you all the time when you're a child like oh what do you want to be when you grow up and you're like "Mm, i want to be an astronaut and that sounded wrong astronaut astronaut i don't know or i want to be a doctor i want to be a firefighter well i wanted to be an egyptologist and that sounds very very in depth or an archaeologist per se it's the same thing almost egyptologist is just um all about egypt and the gods of egypt we love those and the first time that i actually saw anything about egypt i was probably seven six six or seven i don't remember but i remember sitting on my couch in my living room and this was in portugal still I remember sitting on the couch and I know my mom was in the kitchen probably uh, cleaning up or making dinner. I don't know. And I was on the couch watching TV and then a documentary started. And I was waiting for this show that actually is a duck singing, telling you, oh, it's time to, you know, wash your hands, brush your teeth and get to sleep. It's like a song. And when I knew, when I when I saw that on TV, I knew okay, now I have to go to bed. But that day, that didn't that didn't run on the TV. It started as a documentary about like this woman. I think she's an Egyptologist, and I I don't remember her name, but she has really red hair. She's very well known, very well known. And she started talking about oh history of egypt cairo blah 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 pyramids and i was like "Ooh, what's that and then the pyramids of giza appear on the tv i was love struck i was baffled the way that they look like this triangle form that is like this beige color i was like so confused at first because I've never seen anything like it in my entire life. And there she was explaining how they were thousands of years old and how they don't know how they built them way back then. And there's myths and stories. And I was like, oh, I want to know everything about it. And then I watched the whole documentary. And keep in mind, I was six or seven. I didn't understand half of it. But those pyramids are to this day the most interesting thing on earth and that's how my love for egyptology started even after that i knew it was so unrealistic to even think about becoming an egyptologist and i 20 years later i know i will never be one and i don't even have the chance and that sounds so sad but i'm okay with it I've come to terms with it. I have I've had time enough to do that. And when I tell people what my dream job is, at first they react like, oh, what is that? Then I explain it to them. They're like, oh, that's so interesting. What do you have to do to get there? 
And that's the time when I have to break their hearts because you can't. I can't. Um, and funny enough, I have <clears throat> a friend of mine that is actually doing her doctorate on in Egyptology. <laughs> so good for her. Uh, thumbs up for her. She's doing amazing. But that's something that I've crossed off of my to-do list of life in life. And so after watching that documentary, even after years and years, I started wondering, okay, what am I going to do with my life? I don't know. I'm completely lost. And even to this day, I have two apprenticeships, as I mentioned. I One is in sales and one is in administration or rather accounting. And I hate both of them. <laughs> I hate it. I hate them both with my whole heart. And I did the first one after high school because the system here in Switzerland works in a way that you start working at 16. You don't go to college, like, for example, in the US or in the UK, where you have to finish high school and then you start university, get a degree, bachelor's degree, you can do a master's, doctorate, etc. You don't have that here. Here, you do an apprenticeship where you divide your time working and studying the job itself. So you have a low income, you're basically someone to just help out in the store or in the company where you work at. And there's not many options here, not gonna lie. So I did the first one that was the simplest to me or that I knew, okay, I'm, I'm gonna be able to finish this. Because remember, I have a tendency to start shit and don't finish. And so I did the first one. After that, I was home for unemployed for six months. Not even. I'm lying. Three months tops. I'd say three months. And then I got an internship at a medical beauty cosmetic studio. I don't even know what the hell that was. I was traumatized in there. The boss <clears throat> was a little bit too forward. And don't get me wrong, he didn't do anything, but he was just, for my um, taste, and that sounds bad, but for my taste, he was way too forward. He was like, oh, touching my arm or, you know, something really, how do you say, really, I don't know the word in English, shit, um... He didn't mean he didn't mean anything bad by it. Let's say is is that he was being friendly, and it was genuinely just friendly. It wasn't malice or <clears throat> even inappropriate. I just felt wrong because I don't usually like to touch people, and I don't like being touched. I think that's ugh, it icks me. I don't know why. I mm, I don't know, but let's just keep it at that. I'll probably dive into it one day. I have a lot of things that I have to think about and talk about. But I remember having like one or two situations there that were just so confusing to me. And I remember getting um, getting my next job. I'm, oh my God, I'm getting things twisted because I had the internship first and then the apprenticeship. Oof. My my years are turning blurry. That is not good. <laughs> it 
And so I stayed at home a few months. I did the internship, the apprenticeship. And after that, I stayed at home again, unemployed for half a year. And that's when I saw this reoccurring thing where I can't get a job. And that is so common here in Switzerland. Everybody talks about Switzerland being this great country. You earn good. You're rich here. Everything looks green and flushes. And everybody's just rich, pouring out money from everywhere. That's not true. I have low income. Had for years. I know people that earn a lot less than me. I know people that are here working their ass off six days a week and still can't make a lot out of their lives. In Switzerland, you tend to work from morning till 5, 6 p.m., go home, eat, go to sleep, and then start the next day the same way. And when I started after those six months, I got myself into a a company um, and I was working in the office. So I just went from sales to accounting and that's when I started the second apprenticeship and that one actually was a lot better than the first one but still it wasn't what I wanted and then I remember having a boss that wasn't really the way I wanted it to be let's be honest Um, she was really cold I felt an aura coming from her that she just really took up my energy and I do feel that about people I it's just a gut feeling that I have that people show I don't know how to explain it I knew she didn't like me much and I knew that she always bickered she tended to she used to pick like small things that I did like for example if I booked something in uh, the accounting software that we had and I wrote something wrong like maybe missing a space or like a letter she she would be like Tanya you didn't do this correctly instead of saying oh you forgot a letter because if you compare you didn't do this right to you forgot a letter it sounds so different you forgot a letter is like hey I want to help you here you forgot this and the first one where you say you did this wrong is like oh, you failed, you're bad at this. And that sounds so bad. And I had that 24-7 with her. She even told me I am too unfriendly when writing emails. And when she said that, I was like, come on, this is an office. I'm supposed to be professional. I'm writing hi, this, this, and this, the text. And then at the end, I say thank you every single time. And I say greetings or whatever the formal usage is for whoever I'm speaking to. And I remember her saying that to my face. Like, oh, I want you to be nicer in your emails. And to myself, I thought, do you want me to put smileys every single time I, you need an email from me? Because I can do that. There's no problem about it. And so she started bickering with me with random stuff here and there. (laughs) Who cares, right? But then, ooh, then, in 2021, oh no, 2020, ooh, time's running. 2020, uh, October, just after my birthday, 
we have a conversation where she points out all these things like, oh, you're bad at this, at this, at this. This is not wrong. This is not right. Um, you keep making the same mistakes. We had a talk also in July, but at the time I didn't know that it was like, oh, if you do this again, we'll have another talk. And if you do that again, you're, you'll be fired, basically. So she didn't give that intent to me. And then in October, we had that conversation. She was like very persistent with it. And we even had HR with us. And on my on the inside, I was like, this is not what I want with my life. This sounds so bad. I don't want to do this. Just fuck off. And that's what I thought. I thought, just fuck off. And I repeated th- those two words in my head over and over and over. And when it was over, I got in my car and I went home. As soon as I closed my door in my home, I just started bawling. I started crying. I wasn't in pain. It wasn't like I feel sad or this made me devastated with myself. I'm disappointed in myself. It was, I felt trapped and I felt like the the world was coming down because I had no other choice but take it in and having to to keep doing it and keep like it's this mentality that I have from from an older generation from my parents and their parents where like you suck it up and you don't talk and just do it because that's the way it that's the way it is you don't you don't talk back there's no talking back and that's what I felt I felt so so trapped and that's why I was crying I was letting it out by crying instead of being angry or screaming or trashing my bedroom I don't know so I started crying I tend to cry at everything by the way so I quit a few days later, I sent the letter and then she called me all baffled. Like, Why would you do that? I'm so surprised. And me on the inside, I, I was shocked because she was saying she was surprised. Because she had those two conversations with me and I didn't know what she wanted from me because it was so bad. And I was so unhappy and because I also felt that aura comforting from her every t- single time that she visited my office, because I had a separate office with a coworker, every single time she visited, I was so drained and I was so stressed. I felt stress on my shoulders, on my back, so, so bad. And I remember thinking back to those work days that I had with my coworker. The first thing I would say coming into the door was I was I, I'm tired I want to go home and she said that to me a few a few days later like oh Tanya you keep saying this over and over and over are you okay and we we talked about it multiple times and this is something that now I really do realize is that I was feeling burnt out I wasn't doing much but it was something that wasn't doing how do I even explain this I just did I felt trapped that's it I felt trapped and it wasn't what I want to do or wanted to do and so I was just getting myself out of a bad situation 
her and then I quit and she was surprised and she said, oh, why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? What's the reason behind it? And I said, it's for myself. I'm doing it for myself. I need something different. I need to see life. And that sounds really corny, even in a workplace environment. But for me, it was what made most sense. I needed to discover the world and I do still need it. I will always need it. You, this is something everybody needs to experience. We need to experience life itself. Because right now, I have the feeling I'm just surviving. I'm paying my bills every month. I'm watching movies over and over. And I'm reading books over and over. Just because I want another world. I want something different. I want to be able to imagine myself in the shoes of a character in a book or in a TV show or in a movie. And I just keep going on, on and on and on. And that's that was the reason behind it. So I quit my job, stayed home for around four months. And by the time I quit, I was doing a preparatory school that made me able to go to college and get a bachelor's degree. And FYI, I didn't pass that school. I tried going to the final exams twice and I didn't make it so now I'm stuck getting a bachelor of arts but that's a different level per se because here in Switzerland you have different things because you don't go to college as I said you do the apprenticeship usually and then you can get like something more in depth and that'd be a bachelor of arts And in that specific area, maybe, let's say, economy or marketing, sales, HR, stuff like that. And so I tried to do the preparatory school for that and to be able to do another year of school so that I could get into uni. So university here in Switzerland is very posh and very high and very difficult It doesn't cost the world. It costs around 700 Swiss francs per semester. So it'd be a total of, let's say, around 3,500 Swiss francs. That accumulates about to three and a half thousand dollars, maybe three eight, around that number. So that's nothing compared to Yale or Harvard or even Oxford University in, in, in Oxford, UK. It's nothing compared to that. So I didn't pass the school and I was shocked the first time I didn't pass. And then by the second time, I was like, okay, this is this is life shitting on me because there's no way possible that I didn't pass the school. And now I had this conversation with my best friend one day ago. Was it yesterday? I think it was. Um, she started her Bachelor of Arts uh, in September And she's completely booked out. She's always in school, always studying, always doing stuff. And she's doing architecture. <sighs> That girl, poor you. <laughs> she will not be listening to this, by the way, because she can't speak English. I always tell her, please, do learn English. So she's doing that. And she told me she doesn't have time for herself. She's so completely overwhelmed. She likes it she likes it that's not the issue the issue is there's no free time for her and there's this one there's one lecture 
and this uh, what's it called like professor I think it's a professor that usually does very boring things and compared to what she did as an apprenticeship she can make houses she can plan the whole thing from start to finish so imagine a person that can literally plan a house and give it off to construction and they build it she's able to do that that's so amazing imagine her being in her college getting a bachelor degree learning how to build a bird's nest a birdhouse a small thing or a little house for wild animals <laughs> what that is not by far what you're supposed to do in college but they're doing that and the reason behind it was the first year of college is just to get into it so it's fine but that showed to me I'd be bored to death doing that or being in my area that I want to be in and getting like, oh, now you're going to do this. This is something a five-year-old can do. Mm, no, I'd be bored <laughs> bored to death. Not only that, I'd, I didn't have, I wouldn't have time for myself and not having time for myself is critical because I have crippling anxiety and I need time to for, my, for myself because my social battery ends at the end of the day. I need to recharge. And if I keep my time in a college until 9 p.m. every single day and keep my weekends just for assignments due the next week, I won't be able to, to live. And I do want to live. So that showed to me the universe has a way to bring things together. And that's why I failed the school. That's my reasoning behind it, at least. I didn't finish the school because I'm supposed to do something else. And that's what I've been thinking on since July, since I didn't pass the second test. And so my life consists of working in a coffee shop and obsessing over movies and TVs, TV shows and books. And that's totally fine. And now I'm gone crazy. I've gone crazy and I bought a mic on a limb. I've used my MacBook that is barely screaming as a fan. The fan on my MacBook is really bad. And so as soon as I stop recording, probably I'm going to hear the fan hit the roof. <laughs> so I don't know how my laptop is going to handle that. On the conversation of failure and failing things, I think to myself, okay, I failed this school. What does that mean? What am I supposed to do? I don't know. I have no idea. And my dad and my mom keep pressuring me like, oh, you need to have a stable, good job and be able to earn enough so you can get your own apartment because I still live at home, by the way. I live with my parents. A 26-year-old still lives with her parents. And no, there's no shame about it. Just imagine this girl having time for herself and I don't have to pay rent. That's the most insane thing or amazing rather. I don't have to pay rent, but I will do next year because they want to go back to Portugal. They want to immigrate back. And so I'll be here in Switzerland because I will not go back. Sorry, I like Portugal for vacation. Portugal is beautiful, by the way. So beautiful. 
Um, but I'm going to stay in Switzerland for the time being. I'm very tempted to immigrate myself, but somewhere else. I need a place where it's good economy and where I know for certain that I will speak the language that the country speaks and that I can find a good job. But I don't know how that is going to go. So this is how I'm going to handle things from now on. I'm going to record myself being silly, talking about shit. I don't care. You don't care. Probably if, if you made this far, congratulations. Because I've been talking for a while now. I don't know. This is this is intense. This is very intense. I feel very comfortable, oddly enough. I think this is meant to be. So we'll see what, where this gets me. This is a new door. I opened a new door for myself. And yeah, let's just see where it gets me. So... Let's finish this off here. I think I'm going to leave it here. And I'm going to say something to you. And I wanted to keep in mind. Because there's one thing in life that is perfectly okay. And it's okay to be content where you are. And that's what I've been feeling the past few weeks. Oddly enough. I know. But I've been content. Because my my work like I work in a coffee shop. That's not a dream job. Probably to some people. Listen, I like it. I really, really, really enjoy it. I don't have to use my head a thousand times a day. I can joke around with my co-workers and still work. I can do shit and still make the drinks, still serve people, be kind. I also learn new things. I constantly speak English every single day or another language. I have people coming from France, from, I don't even know, from Germany and from Italy, from Spain. We have a few regulars that actually speak Spanish and I have to speak Spanish to them. And just the, the all the differences that I have every day, it just, it makes me content. So it's okay to be content where you are. You don't need to feel guilty or ashamed if you don't want more in life than just do something very basic as serving people in a coffee shop. And that's totally okay. You do you. You're perfect just the way you are. So let's keep it let's keep it really down and be kind to other people and it'll come back to you. At least that's what I think. So yeah, thank you for listening. If you want to, you can follow me on Instagram. Let's burn it down, darling. I'll keep you updated on episodes there as well. And I'll let you know when the next one will come. So yeah, thanks for listening and we'll talk next time.